Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Find yourself in the Beachview area of Pittsburgh? Check out the official pizza of this show, Slice on Broadway. Sharing an abnormal obsession with pizza we can relate to. Check them out at sliceonbroadway.com and tell them this show sent you. I keep forgetting I have a script for this one. Three, two. Hey guys, welcome to the Awesome Cast, the show where we get geeky talk, tech, social media, and more with local nerds that use it and live around the Pittsburgh, PA area. Usually, I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on Twitter, coming at you from the Mayhem Studios in Pittsburgh, PA. With me on the couch, it's Katie Dudas at Kay Dunders on the Twitters. What up? Oh, I gotta fix your shot. You're like a mile away. <laughs> you're like a mile away, but at least you're not crooked this time. We fixed that. So, Wait, uh... yeah, <laughs> hold, hold on to that. Hold on to that. Um, and why well, yeah, can you uh, pull the mic a little bit closer too? Um, and also with us on the line is uh, John Chichilla at Chilla on the Twitter from his uh, command center in Dormont. That's me. You guys are. Katie looks all lonely. I'm on the awesome cast, and I'm gonna be at. <laughs> of course looks all Ouch. of course you can join us here at awesomecast.net where you can find this and our little tech bites or whatever we're going to call them still figuring that out but we got a daily uh, thing going on four days a week as well uh, as part of the awesome cast network we started last week you can check out all of that kind of stuff and we'll, we'll let you know about them a little bit here later in the show you can also hit us up awesomecast at sorgatronmedia.com uh, if you have an awesome thing of the week or let us know or comment on anything we talked about at uh, awesomecast on the twitter or awesomecast on facebook and google plus so please subscribe and rate us all the places especially itunes but we're also on youtube that's where the video the new video segments are stitcher spreaker and iHeartRadio. and you join us live tuesdays at live.sorgatronmedia.com at about 6 30 p.m eastern times about when we're setting up for the show you might get a little bit of movie talk in there hey really if you go if you're podcasting tech podcasting fans um our friend malengo from the Rambling Movie Minute, actually had an appearance as a uh, the uh, guest host, guest co-host, or whatever it is, guest on uh, Court Killers, uh, the show by uh, Tom Merritt and Brian Brushwood, who Brian Brushwood, of course, right now of Hacking the System on National Geographic Channel. Um, but go check that out, CourtKillers.com. I see him talking about movies, and check out the Rambling Movie Minute to see us talking about movies uh, with Mad Mike uh, from up uh, New York and, and and having some fun with that. We're talking a lot of Spider-Man this week, if you're into that. So let's get into our awesome things of the week. Um, so, guys, I, I I I was playing a little bit with the Pebble, um, and uh, by the way, I love that at the Apple Store when I was getting my battery replaced, uh, the guy had exactly the same model, red and everything, Chilla. Um, and we're talking nice. some smart watches. Um, it, the 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 uh, the the Apple the Apple workers not completely into the idea of the Apple Watch either. 
Just want to put that out there. Oh, really? that, that, it was a really interesting discussion. I had a couple of them talking about that between that versus uh, the Android Wear. You know, I was talking about how I had glass for a minute. You know, you know, and and, and you know, and I, I want to touch base with you at some point on how that's going with glass. Um, but I, I was playing with just you know, hadn't for a little bit. Was looking for some new apps to play with on this guy. Um, so uh, I found one called Sober Up. Um, and, and I actually got to use it last night a little bit. Not that I do a lot. And, you know, I'm not somebody that goes out a lot uh, to the, um, you know, to, to the bar. Uh, so mm -hmm. uh, local my local watering establishment. Uh, but so, I had a so chance. You have to... low tolerance. What's that? So you have low tolerance. I don't have so low. You, you need this. I, I have low. Why do you say I have low tolerance? I think well, I you're not going to the bar very often. I'm you not gotta, going you to the bar, but I can handle my tolerance. liquor, sir. I got a wonderful <laughs> bottle of vodka upstairs that I experience every once in a while. But I, I found this one called Sober Up for the, for the Pebble Watch. And, I, and there's renditions of these I, I, I saw uh, for your smartphones. I'm sure you can find some kind of alcohol calculator. But it's really cool. And I got it here. You like the new app cam we have here going on? Yeah? We'll improve that. We're going to try to get a better camera on this, too. Um, but as you go, as you get drinks, um, you can actually add to it. And tells your your estimated blood alcohol uh, count, um, and uh, it, it lets you know. There's a counter at the bottom there that lets me know how long it is until I've sobered up. Um, and as you go, it'll actually Sorry, as you go. And I'll bring up the picture here so you can maybe see a little bit better. As you go, it'll tell you what you should be experiencing at this level of blood alcohol content. Um, like, you know, the, the example, like mild euphoria, uh, relaxation at, at a 0.054, it's telling me. Uh, extraversion at 0.0675, blunted feelings, overexpression as I go higher and higher, anger and sadness, for instance. Um, so I know, I think it's a really cool way to look at it because, you know, it's one of those like, well, I can't really, oh, I feel fine enough to go home. Why, you know, why not, you know? Um, the only question I have with this, I mean, it's just generally, and I guess it shows beer on here, so that's kind of the general idea. Um, but, you know, I don't think you're going to pretty much assess very well for stronger drinks, you know. Um, but it was uh, it was kind of nice to have a little more confidence in that as you're going out. Because I'm always like, oh, I can't have more than a beer or two, or I'm not cool with driving, and I don't want to risk it, you know. Um, just because I, I, it's not something I do all the time. So really cool use of this, and it's something that I can, like, you know, just go ahead and pull up and do on my wrist as I'm sitting there at the bar and not pull out my phone and fiddle with that, you know. Um, so uh, there you go. There's the killer app for Pebble Watches. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's all based on it's all based on the average beer yeah i think it is i i, I really think it is it's um i, I mean you, you do put in whether uh you know your gender and your weight uh so it's going to calculate on top of that as well um so I, yeah it's it's uh it's an estimate you know it, it, it this it's just like the maps this is a guiding tool this is not a mm -hmm. you know end all be all solution if you get pulled over you do the breathalyzer but my watch says i'm, I'm okay you know it's not going to hold up you know so just don't make don't it's a guiding thing for sure. Or if you're like, man, I had three beers. Uh, this is telling me it takes me it takes me about an hour. Well, actually, I'm about 11 hours with 13 beers. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I noticed that on their site. The, the eight beers is eight hours, 49 minutes in their, in their example. I think that's interesting. So it's over... It's over an hour per beer, which is typically what they claim. And that's, but, that's, that's your blood alcohol content that is for the stuff mm -hmm. to get out of your system you know get filtered out so i i mean 
you know, what that means. I don't know, you know, um, but, um, you but get, you enter the alcohol level. I don't see anything to do it with this. It's so you have like five mad elves and it would be like, you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think I'll even tell you that for, oh no, where are we at? I'm going to get a, like five. It's telling me, it'll tell me you're at 0.669 and you'll have some uh, blunted feelings. Oh, <laughs> and I think that is over the, what's the legal limit? 0.08 or something like that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you'll still be experiencing something, you know, and it'll take you about four hours and 27 minutes to sober up. Oh, okay. Good. So. Um, but no, it's cool. It's uh, but it's on the uh, Pebble app, and I'm getting a little feedback from you there, Chilla. Um, Sorry, no, that was me. Yeah, I accidentally put my computer to sleep. <laughs> um, but so no. what we need is a bar to sponsor this, where we test out several apps, and um, we'll, we'll each, you know, Chilla, you, and myself, we'll we'll volunteer, and we'll get dug in on this, and we'll just try a few different apps and see good, which is most It'd be correct. a good crossover with Should mm -hmm. I Drink That for sure, mm -hmm. definitely. When we need Pebble to sponsor a good, good few watches, and mm -hmm. one of the things that I did, if you if you ever want to kind of give your your Pebble a different look, um, I posted a link in the chat. So there's a website. It's called Decal Girl. Don't let the um, the name fool you. There's a lot of guy type stuff decals on there. But one of the things Decal Girl does is they make skins for a multitude of different devices, anything from an Xbox to whatever. Um, but you can get a D, uh, you can get a Tetris skin, you can get all kinds of stuff for the devices. So I, I've actually used this website for modding Xboxes and things like that, but it's pretty cool because anytime something gets popular, this place comes out with a way to skin it. So nice. um, yeah, I've, I've seen some ones too on here where they... Uh, if it's like an iPhone or Android skin, they actually a lot of times have a, a background for you to download and set the background on the device to the same thing, and it all blends together. Nice. Um, That's it'd be cool. kind of cool if you coordinated a skin with a with a clock face too. And the Pebble ones are only about five bucks. Yeah. So it's not like you know you're 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 not you're not breaking the bank on this, you know. Oh, there's a Spider-Man one. Mad Mike, are you still in the chat? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. It looks like they have 1,614 different skins to pick from. Oh, geez. Wow. Go check that out. Decalgirl.com if you want to check that out. Awesome. Awesome. Chilla, what is your awesome thing of the week? So my awesome thing of the week is, and while it's not necessarily fully technology related, um, one of the major pop culture con type companies, Wizard World, um, has recently started buying up a lot of the Comic-Cons all over the United States. Um, I'm not 100% sure why they're doing this, but one of their most recent acquisitions is Pittsburgh Comic-Con. Nice. So this year, Pittsburgh Comic-Con will not exist, and it will be WizardCon. Um, I actually travel usually to Philly every year to go to the WizardCon there because it's the closest one to here. Um, and they draw a lot of artists. They have a lot of technology stuff there. Well, not necessarily technology from a, a hey, look at this cool gadget. I, they did have some drones there last year, actually. But, but they do have a lot of video gaming and things like that. Um, so this year it's going to be September 11th, 12th, and 13th. And they're actually moving it back to David L. Lawrence Convention Center, um, which is pretty cool. It's not going to be out at the Monroeville Con Convention Center. Um, 
And one of the things to pay attention to is on their site, they show all of the different special guests that are coming. Um, I noticed a week ago, um, it was pretty much Lou Ferrigno. And, and over the last couple weeks, actually over the last week, I think, um, they've started to add a bunch of additional um, famous special guests coming in. I don't, I don't see. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they got uh, James, James Marsters from Buffy and uh, Angel, uh, Sean Packard Flannery from uh, Boondock Stains. Uh, oh, the Green Ranger will be there. The, yes, he will. And he's a, he's a great crowd pleaser. Mm-hmm. He's a lot of fun to just watch and, and whatnot. So I will actually be traveling again to Philly um, for at least one more year mm-hmm. and see how Pittsburgh goes. But WizardCon is is a great time to be had by all. And I'm, I'm glad. I mean, they're doing it in Cleveland now, Pittsburgh. Um, like I said, I go to Philadelphia. They actually do a New York one that kind of coincides um, actually close to at least it used to close to, to New York comic-con. Um, but I'm, I'm almost waiting for them to hit at a minimum one per state or something like that. So <laughs> that might check be it. it out this that year and get your tickets early. Cause usually it sells out. They fran- they franchise in the, uh, the comic cons at this point. That's great. Um, no, because it's definitely, uh, I, there's been complaints, you know, one of the first kind of videos we did here at Sorgatron media was going and touring the Pittsburgh comic con with our friends at comic book pit actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan and the guys over there, um, and it just it just doesn't eh, it is what it is, right? Um, yeah. And, and to bring it in in this like they already had announced bringing it into the city, which I think is your first thing, you know. And obviously somebody that knows how to market it, and it was very kind of locally run and, and not very well, I don't think. I don't feel, you know. I I was you know still yeah. You how do you have Stanley there, not pack the place, and I can walk directly into the room where he's he's talking where he's doing the Q and A. You know, mm-hmm. versus I could barely even catch a glimpse of them without paying like another hundred bucks at a uh, Baltimore Comic Con. I mean, that I think it's a huge difference, and, and that goes to show, you know, how that was being run in advance uh, previously. So, I mean, it's franchise; it's a big company behind it now, but it'll, you know, they didn't get this big without doing it right, right? So, exactly. So, it, and I don't know, I don't know if they still make the magazine or not, mm-hmm. but to your to your point of um, one of the things that I was not overly thrilled about New York Comic Con was the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was ridiculous to just even move around. It just grew. And Wizard it World, grew so much. Yeah. Wizard World seems to at least cap the the number of people in the building uh, appropriate for such a structure. Um, the last time I went to New York, it was just lines and lines and lines. And I know you can buy a weekend pass and get in a little earlier every day. Not everyone is fortunate enough to do that. And and the other thing is, I think they also like, uh, appropriate so much for, uh, you know, how many people are going to go down to the sessions in the, in, in everything. Mm-hmm. It's not just on the floor, but the floor does get filled because where else are they going to go? Right. And they do pack that place pretty good, but it's a giant space. Unfortunately, everybody wants to be in the practically the same room. Um, so mm-hmm. it, it doesn't spread out just because of the, the, the masses that are there. So, um, but no, really cool. I'd like to see where this goes. So awesome. Katie. We attended something uh, last week that mm-hmm. I think is your awesome thing of the week. Yeah, we went to uh, Indiegogo event, and um, we they were kind of touring the city. There were several places. I think they were Alpha Lab and 
few other locations around the city kind of talking about what they're doing and seeing what we're doing in the city of Pittsburgh, which is also pretty cool. And um, we had a speaker explain um, exactly how it works. And for me, it was rather eye-opening. I, you know, I'm used to, you know, things like Kickstarter, where it's you're, you're raising money for a particular item or cause or whatnot. But the way we discussed it, it was more of a feedback, um, something to directly talk to your audience. You're, you're pitching this to your audience and you have a direct ear to your audience, these potential consumers, and um, just taking advantage of that and not just looking, oh, dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. No, it's, it's whether or not um, you can, if there's an interest in your product, uh, maybe how you can modify your product. And it was, they were encouraging you to have conversations with the people who were pitching in money and, and, you know, directly through email or whatnot and kind of getting their feedback on the whole thing, which was kind of mind blowing. Cause like I said, when you usually think of, um, things like this, it's just the dollar signs, mm-hmm. but this was more about the, the collaborations. They mentioned, uh, thinking about it as like another social media tool. Yeah. And I, that, that was really kind of big too. I, and I know this, this was really more talked, I think towards the people making objects, making a product, mm-hmm. right. Uh, versus like maybe people making a movies like uh, basically Indiegogo has done several verticals verticals they basically started with production and video and, and movies and TV but of course this is the tech arm of it they have a, a, a kind of a medical bills help version of it um, and, and they, they cover a lot and and, and 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 they I think they were doing a lot of press last week because I also heard on triangulation tri- triangulation over on the uh, Twit network uh, interview with one of the co-founders um, talking about that um, and and the idea that like and they're very open they're like no no seriously you can fund anything they're like and people kept asking like wait 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 you what are the limits though they're like no there are no limits you know they're like yeah basically like as long as it's not illegal uh, we're good. <laughs> so uh, it's a very open platform for that. And um, and, and one I have not uh, experimented with uh, just yet. We did have a little bit of Kickstarter experience. And of course, we have the Patreon for this. If you want to support AwesomeCast at patreon.com slash AwesomeCast. Be our boss there. Um, but um, no, yeah, I think it was uh, uh, really interesting to kind of see see uh, uh, what, what they had to say about Indiegogo. Learn a little bit more about it. Um, I, I'm leaning towards this for you know, whatever my next project could be. And, and, and the talk really kind of got me thinking outside the box too, you know, like, like you were talking about, you know, like, like more than just the dollar signs, like maybe more next time I want to pitch a show, get more of a feedback loop. Yeah. Right. Cause I don't feel like, I definitely don't feel like I did that, had that so much with Kickstarter, you know, I had a few people to pitch in and then, and one per, big one pitch in uh, and started talking and I fell out. You know, there wasn't that constant thing, you know. Uh, it, this isn't just a, a thing I attached to my Facebook, yeah. you know, kind of idea. It was um, the hardware director, uh, John uh, Vasquez. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry, I wanted to grab his name because it was, like I said, he did a fantastic job of just talking about it. And he did a very interesting um, taking a business card strategy, too. Oh, yeah. Tell him <laughs> about that. Uh, he was talking about that. So if you ever run into this gentleman, um, if he takes your business card and he puts it in the front right pocket, he's very interested and in, he'll be reaching out to you personally. Left pocket. The right pocket people are more enthusiastic. They're they're really into it. They have a great plan. Left pocket people are kind of in it, but not full in. So he might consider contacting you. Uh, but if he sticks you in his back pocket here, um, don't expect anything because it's more of a just if, if you're just looking to exchange cards, he's just going to stick it back there. <laughs> So just you know, it's, it's a, good a good idea. That's good strategy. It's really good strategy. Yeah, I really like that. We're all gonna steal that. I'm hoping that yeah, I'm definitely stealing it. And that's the one thing that I wish 
someone, and I think there's still a lot of room for this to be solved, but someone needs to solve the business card issue. I mean, I have stacks of business cards that I end up typing into some kind of Rolodex, and there's been other products that that kind of try to sort that out, but I like this way because I would probably just take the back pocket and not even bother, or just throw, either throw them out or throw them in a drawer and be like, eh, mm-hmm. I can go back through there later, which I probably never would. Mm-hmm. But. It was interesting. I actually got one uh, last night. I was talking with the guy, and I, we, I don't know why it was like the, like like we caught each other's name. And we didn't really get exchange business cards. Like, that's the way the conversation mm-hmm. went. And I wrote down his name, and he spelled it for me and stuff. And it was like, oh, just find him on LinkedIn. And I found him on LinkedIn and friended him and stuff. And just like, okay, you know, here we go. Um, but, and I actually, uh, you guys remember Bump, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. I, I missed something like that. And yeah. I thought Google bought them, and I thought we were going to see I something. I thought we were going to, too. It was, I actually got, like, like very angry. I think it was the Flash I was watching where they had a bar, and they're like, oh, you got this thing where you can uh, bump our phones, and now you got my contacts. I'm like, it's freaking bump! You know? Mm-hmm. Like, we've never heard of it before. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm surprised it's not, like, built into every Android device by this point, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I'm sure there's other applications for that technology we're not even thinking of. So, um, but, no, uh but no, it was a really good talk. It, like I say, it was it was a. I, I talked this about uh, about this a bit on the Good Morning podcast as well at Sorgatron.com, uh, followed by Refresh Pittsburgh, which is also also fun too. So, but we'll mention that here a little bit later. So, any, anything else about Indiegogo before we move on? Uh, oh, uh, the the sending surveys and contests with your people. I thought that was a right. good idea too. Right. Um, being able to directly connect with them that way too, and you know, giving them kind of a. They almost get tester products. You could do it that way too. Yeah, I like that that idea about like uh, you've had uh, you know the people fund first like ten percent or whatever, mm-hmm. and you give them bonus for referring. I guess they have a system built in for for referrals. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you re- they refer so many people, then you'll bump up their 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 level or something like that. That that was really really cool. And he kept inviting is, is people. A- to, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was just saying, he kept inviting people to, if you needed assistance, they were there to help. Yeah. Like, they, it wasn't something where you just set it up and they, they don't want anything to do with he's you. Like, they no, want he's you like, yeah, email me. I'm like, okay. Cool. Like, really? You're not getting flooded on that one? You know, I feel like <laughs> I feel like every crackpot with an idea would be hitting them up on that thing. But So, so the, the, the survey piece, is that a platform they have? Or think, is that they were just saying you need to, you need to make sure you survey? I think it's part of the platform because they're really selling this. Uh, like, like I said, like, like this is another social platform for you to manage during your campaign, and you need to, okay. right? Um, and you, there was that, and you need to not be shy about talking to your network, your friends, your family, extended, you know, network of friends, fans, whatever it is that you're doing. Um, I know that's one problem I have is anytime I do something, I feel like I'm bothering everybody. Hey, guys, check out my new thing, you know. <laughs> um, and, uh, uh, you know, it, it's, it's it, and I think that's where a lot of people kind of like, 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 oh, yeah, but I don't want to bother people too much. But I, I really want to get this out there, but I don't want to bother people too much. And and you really do need to go full throttle, especially if you're in a Indiegogo Kickstarter kind of thing. Like, that mm-hmm. needs to be your life before, during, and after if it's successful. You know, even if it's not successful, like, just do a post-mortem on it. It's like, okay, how are we going to do this next time, you know? Um but uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I'd like to I'd like to really kind of throw throw some ideas at this thing, and uh, see what we can do. 
You know, I've seen so many just like, we have this idea and here's a really poor video I shot on my iPhone and uh, my idea doesn't even match the description underneath, you know, uh, for this thing I want to do. <laughs> and uh, somebody locally did one of those and we all laughed at him. Um, <clears throat> We're terrible one. people. <laughs> hey, he owes me money, so forget okay. him. Um, anyways, <laughs> as for another show. Um, <laughs> awesome cast after her. Yeah, for dark. So I was thinking more of the wrestling show, but uh, anyways, uh, no. Hey, but uh, go check out Indiegogo if they're they're around, and check out that interview with again from Triangulation last week um, um, with the Indiegogo uh, founder, co-founder, something like that. All right, what is stylinity? Ooh, yes. What do we got here? We're getting paid for selfies now, dude. What? Yeah, I know. Um, essentially what this is, it's a uh, program where you they set up some selfie shops. This is how it kind of went in. It started like that, where you would stand in front of a, a selfie camera, obviously, or take a camera, and it would take your selfie. And what it does is it figures out every single thing you're wearing based upon a barcode. So if you just bought something new, let's say Macy's, Target, wherever, you, you scan the barcodes of these individual items, then you model the items, and people will go and use this app and go, wow, I really like what she's wearing. And it gives them the option to make a list to go into the stores and go, hey, here you go. Um, this is what I want to buy. And they're able to find these items. So it's this really neat way to just kind of directly market from people to, with similar interests. Okay. So maybe if you're not sure, oh, I don't know how exactly to pull this outfit off, and someone pulls it off, you can figure out exactly where they bought their items and how much they cost. or um, so it's, it's And then you get rewarded by these companies for kind of essentially referring i can't wait to see what it does with my wardrobe <laughs> <clears throat> so we reward you to shop and take pictures of yourself which is i think it's pretty cool and like i said it's a different totally different marketing tool mm -hmm. where you're able to it's a direct you know person to person sell mm -hmm. which is uh pretty that's fantastic. awesome uh, it's so like wait where does it like like is my is my selfie because i'm completely going to do this and see what happens like is that then like i have to come to the app and i see what other people are wearing or yeah. is this connect does this connect out to any other networks it connects um for example if like i said i keep using target because i was there today um if you're wearing something from there you can click on the link and it might take you to the website depending on the company so they're basically doing this it's all affiliate links out kind mm -hmm. of kind of uh, idea here so like i <laughs> i really want to try this i'm downloading it now i want to see what the, what it says uh, with what I'm wearing here. If you go on audio, I'm wearing a tie from Loot Crate because we've gone corporate today. Our uh, incorporation uh, arrived. And uh, and uh, we'll do Ninja Turtle Sesame Street mashup t-shirt. So um, let's see. Uh, we'll do that. Oh, I got to log in. Yeah. Uh, log you in you might Facebook, need the barcodes for what you're my wearing stuff. too. Oh, so like I actually, like it, yeah, like. That's, that's it, yeah. So, so you need the barcodes. So it's the picture plus this. So like I, they're making me do a lot of work. It's not just an identification kind of well, thing. Well, that's because you're not interested in fashion. If you're interested in fashion, it's not a lot of work. It's oh, fun. oh, you're pointing down my fashion sense. Is yes. that what's happening here? I wear the <laughs> finest. I feel I wear the finest stuff for these podcasts. I wear the finest I don't know what loot you're crate talking items. <laughs> I wear the finest loot crate items and whatever my mom bought me for my birthday. Um, well, we're gonna we're gonna check this out here. So so I wanna I wanna switch I wanna take a picture and take a picture okay that was it asked me to do next I would like to access my photos okay I can tag my closet add a description here we'll, we'll uh, set this up on the on the uh, thing so so there's a lot to do here this mm -hmm. is not a simple app unfortunately because um, there's a lot of doodads going on here um, so I think what you really need to do is take that selfie 
and then run out to like Nordstrom's or some high-end <laughs> type shopping thing and scan the barcodes for Armani suits. Mm-hmm. And then post that and see what happens. I'm not going to have barcodes for any stuff I have. This is ridiculous. No, that's my point is you go go to the store mm-hmm. and scan a bar. And that, this is where it's going to get interesting. So how do they actually validate the picture in the selfie is what you scanned? I guess is the point I'm trying to make. So you could, you could, I could take a picture of me in my red sweater and post that and, and scan the tag in the store from some high end suit or some high end pair of shoes. Like get, get an old pair of Reebok or yeah, Reebok pump shoes and take a picture of yourself in those and then take a picture with, or scan the tag off of some high end fashionista. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create the brand. best lookbook ever on this thing. See, the, the thing that you're, <laughs> you're attaching your name and your photo and your Facebook information to this, so you're not going to lie because it's the whole accountability That's true within too. a group yeah. mentality. Uh, <laughs> see what it does now. Like, you don't want to lose your credibility. Put, once you put, like, like they want my, all my vitals. Are you sure this isn't a Tinder backdoor? Because uh, it's got my height, it's got my hair, hair color, eye color, skin color. Um, I would think that it would be using, but I think it would be using all of that to actually color match and tone match mm-hmm. your your fashion choices. Oh, your complexion should have a fine winter green. Um, I don't know. Uh, what, what See, this is the funny thing is, plug in, okay. if you plug in all this information, and and, I, and now I'm interested in the app. Yeah. You plug in all the information without actually taking a selfie. And if it would be almost like a personal shopper, to, mm-hmm. to Sorg's point, based on your complexion, eye color, etc., here is what we recommend, height, weight, here's yeah. what we recommend for you. See, to me, that's, that's the trick. How me seeing someone else in an outfit doesn't mean that it's going to necessarily look right on my body type with my mm-hmm. skin tone and everything else. Getting that personal shopper experience is where I would love to have the app. Yeah. So, I'm, do, do they do something like that? Can they can they actually do some kind of match to say here, not based on necessarily what you liked from other people's selfies, but based on the information you have put in? Can you can it recommend clothing clothing for for your body style? I don't know. Well, probably what it matched up with uh, others, uh, you know, uh, other people of the same style, right? I mean, it seems to make sense. I would, yeah. I don't know. I mean, oh. But isn't it going to pull your Facebook friends and just just pass you around with your Facebook friends? How's it going to? I'm sure. I'm sure they're doing something with that information. They get, they almost have to be for for something like this. So. Um, with those those kind all those kinds of vitals. Yeah. So uh, check that out. It's uh, style. I don't know. Stylinity on the uh, App Store. And is that iPhone only? Yeah, right now. Okay. And at Stylinity on the Twitters. Uh, OneDrive. I feel like this is a chilla pick of the week. Yeah. So both Google and OneDrive, not just not just OneDrive, but Google Drive, mm-hmm. um, made, an, made announcements. And I, I, I just noticed them today. So I don't know if they've been around for longer than that. Um, 
if you sign up for Bing Rewards with Microsoft, which is free, mm-hmm. which and also earns you credit towards Xbox purchases if you're not using it and you're an Xbox customer, um, but if you merely sign up for their program, they give you 100 gig of free space for two years. Hmm. Now, I'm not sure what's going to happen over that after when that's up, um, but I'm guessing if you actually continue to use Bing Rewards, you could probably based on just doing a few searches in Bing mm-hmm. a day, you could actually get more space or at least continue that at a free rate. Um, at the same time, to help raise security awareness, Google is actually giving you two gig of additional storage by merely going in and verifying your security settings. Wow. That's not bad. I mean, that's that's not, to be yeah. honest, that's not much when it comes to Google Drive, depending on what you're storing up there. But, I mean, that's that's still something. Um, I mean, Dropbox used to do this all the time. Like, we'll give you a gig every time somebody signs up. And I have, like, even though I don't pay for Dropbox anymore, I still have 20-some gigs because all the referrals, when I was making everybody else get Dropbox to share files with me uh, for work, you know. Um, it, it uh, That can add up, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, I'd like to see them go in that direction to, like, kind of get more people roped in, right? Um, we actually, we, we were this close to canceling uh, Office 365 because uh, we were just paring down some stuff, trying to, you know, uh, work on the bills and stuff, right? And I'm just like, you know what? It's only 10 bucks. I get slides sent to me randomly all the time. And Keynote, as great as Keynote is, you know, the conversion's never perfect, right? Um, right. Plus, it's like you get, like, unlimited OneDrive do it <laughs> you know now well, that's where i'm trying to find a place that i can back up a lot of uh, mainly i just want to back up photos right um and some some small no, nothing like you work with with video but more home movie home video type stuff that i've i want to be able to accumulate over time and and what what keyed me into this was uh cleaning out my grandfather's house um he he moved into a, uh, an apartment. Um, cleaning out his house, I have probably one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I probably have about twelve paper case boxes full of photos and slides, like actual old school, whatever they are, inch and a half by inch and a half. Right, right. Slides like you need a projector for these things. Um, so I've been trying to, over time, also convert those um, to a digital format because obviously those things will deteriorate over time, and I'd like to have those for for quite some time to come. Yeah, uh, hand those down, and, and they they make great gifts for other family members that have never seen um, certain other older family members or their parents at, at when they were younger. Um, but that that's where I want these types of spaces and and I think I'm actually about to also pull the trigger on actually enrolling in office 365 merely for that use case of the the documents are a bonus at this point right (laughs) you know I mean your touch everywhere you know Um, (laughs) and especially you you work in a more corporate environment you're gonna get word files you can't really work around that right so the one thing that I mean even though Google's only given you a two gig what I liked about it was to raise, and this was around safer internet day too, mm-hmm. um, to raise awareness around security. The way you got the two gig extra on Google Drive was, you checked your 
recovery information, you checked recent activity, you checked your account permissions, um, you checked your app passwords, and you checked your two-step verification settings. Um, so it got people in the mindset of, oh, this, this stuff exists and I should be paying attention to this. So uh, to me, it's a big, security is a big deal. Um, so this is just one way to get users. And, and to your point, what's two gig really costing them, especially because I'm sure there's hundreds of thousands of users that aren't, that have a Gmail account that aren't even using any of their Google Drive space. Right. Um, right. Because it's even a decent chunk of backup for data on your Android devices. So. All right. I, I was I was pretty impressed that everyone's starting to give away free space. Not that they weren't before, but it's, it's going to be everybody continuing to give away. Everybody's free space. stuff will just be in the cloud soon, which mm -hmm. will I think help a lot of things. You know, um, but yeah. Well, you know, what won't be in the cloud is pizza. <laughs> it will not. Cloud pizza. You can't, you can't store pizza in the cloud. No, no, no. You can't store the pizza in the cloud, and 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 that's okay. Because uh, then we wouldn't have Slice on Broadway supporting us here. Some good, they're, they're supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with good pizza, and uh, and in a great philosophy with that as well. Uh, abnormally obsessed, obsessed with good pizza. Um, we, we 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 can appreciate that for sure, and we we love the uh, the uh, benefits of that. Uh, two locations up here on Broadway Avenue and Beachview uh, in the South Hills of Pittsburgh and uh, Carnegie PA down on Main Street. Uh, they make the best darn pizza. It says on their site they make the best darn pizza sandwiches and salads as Mike can buy. I saw an ad campaign that somebody wants to slap a salad. I don't get it. What has a salad ever done to you? But they have good salads there too. Um, go check them out and thank them for supporting the show, supporting all the podcasts. Podcast day every Tuesday night here on SorgatronMedia.com uh, for all the shows and, uh, and, and the guests coming in like Katie. Right there. And Malengo on the Rambling Movie Minute before. I the pizza. It's in my belly. I'm keeping it. I'm storing it in my belly cloud. There you go. <laughs> belly cloud. In the wow. belly cloud. In the belly cloud. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, them for supporting the show and the network. So uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. First of all, I, I wonder if you guys know a little more information than, than I glommed about this. Because I, I keep reading it, and it's not sinking in. So the Gulf Tower here in, in, in Pittsburgh. Um, they're doing a light up the golf kind of, uh, with your Instagram in Pittsburgh sort of situation. Have you guys, have you guys caught more than, than I have on this, on this story? Um, I guess they're, so I thought it was, I thought it was to, I thought they were measuring, they were treating it like a giant mood ring. Yeah. That's what I heard. Okay. Yeah. So, and this actually excites me cause I can turn around from my, my cube at work and see, the golf tower, it and used, it's really cool at night with the lighting and then the, right. the sunset. So, um, yeah, from from my understanding is, and, and I'm interested in how they gauge this, but somehow they're they're trying to gauge emotion off of Instagram and then kind of give a barometer for positive versus negative oh, Instagram. This is going to be so much fun during Steelers games. Well, it, it won't be Steelers games. What? There's no Steeler games now. It'd be well, hockey. not now. Is this only a, a limited time thing they're doing? or? Yeah, it's the 11th yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, when there's no sports seasons, that's probably smart. Um, so, yeah, it, this is... A what do you really... mean no sports seasons? We forget the Penguins? Oh, you don't like penguins. hockey? What is wrong it with is you? Penguins? I'm sorry. Yeah. I did... <laughs> I'm outside the sports zone right now. 
What is this um, sports you're talking what, about? What is this stick ball you're talking <laughs> about here? On yeah, ice? That sounds crazy. Must be a Canadian thing. Well, so one of the things, and I, and I couldn't find it either, is are they, is it all of Instagram? Or is it Instagram's taken in the area? I think I think it's, it, you're tagging your photos with it's it's through the Carnegie Museum of Art, and if you hashtag it the CMOA or the hashtag Distant Feel, it's part of a, an art exhibit with it. It's Distant mm -hmm. Feel, like essentially how photographs and images make you feel. Like even though you have no contact with a particular person, how does this photograph make you feel? Um, that that's what it comes. To, I think that's where a lot of it comes from. Uh, Catala is the so yeah, and they have a link through uh, to Tower.CMOA. Mm -hmm. org, and you can see there's a sentiment analysis of positive or negative. You can kind of see the swings. And apparently you can check on the current tower status, which is, uh, I guess, like a little bit of green, a little bit of red. Now, for those who don't know, this golf tower, it, it, it's been a thing that's lit up for a while. And it used to be, according to an old Rick Seebeck special on uh, QED, um, apparently they would light it up based on weather. Like what the weather forecast or current or temperature? I, I can't. I'm not entirely sure. I, I think it was forecast actually, um, and certain colors would mean different things. But I think over time, nobody knows what those colors mean anymore. Well, they had a big diagram. Right, and I think not too long only ago. Only the top lit up. Yeah. No, only, oh, okay. The only top lit up, and the rest of it, they would do stuff like for holidays or like games. Like, didn't it like do a certain thing when like so, somebody hit a home run at a, a Pirates game because you mm -hmm. could see it from the stadium. So it, it seems to make sense there. Uh, I've seen it light up and stuff like, uh, you know, uh, the, 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 the gay, gay pride parade day. I, I think they, they let it up different colors, too. You know, I mean, they, they, they do a lot of stuff with it. You know, it, it's something fun they do with the skyline here. Mm -hmm. So, um, but no, yeah, check it out. Tower.cmoa.org if you want to find out more about the uh, golf tower. Mood ring. Pittsburgh's mood ring. Um, I was excited about this. That starts tomorrow. Don't forget. It yeah. starts tomorrow. So, go, so look up if you're driving around Pittsburgh uh, for the next bit. Um, LG made a plastic version of Google's Cardboard VR. Yay. Uh, I, have we talked much about this on the show with the Cardboard VR thing? Basically, you can make something. They, they were passing these out at Google I.O. last year. Um, but you can make it completely yourself for like less than 20 bucks with pieces of cardboard and other lenses and stuff you can get. And uh, you put your Android phone in it, you download an app, and people are developing stuff for this. Um, and you have a VR headset with your Android phone. I actually found a version that I can use my Nexus 7 with um, that I can make. But but again, like LG making one specifically for their G3 phones fits right in there. It's a little more robust. It's based on that open source um, um, uh, design that they put out for the cardboard uh, uh, almost a year ago now. Um, so I, I, I don't, I have not heard of any great applications for this, but there's, I'm sure plenty of people working with it, I guess. Um, Free with purchase for now, they're saying with the with the new phone, um, and I guess this is maybe a little bit of an answer to uh, Samsung doing kind of a version of the Oculus VR technology, the Gear VR, that basically kind of runs off of their phones. I don't know what do you guys think about this. Like our phone, when where's Apple's version? That's the other thing. Where's Apple's version of this? Um, what do you guys think about it? Like, how useful is this going to be? Putting the VR on our phones, or is this? I mean, it's going to make it more accessible. That's for sure. 
So it's it's definitely more accessible, and I think Sam, since your point, Samsung's coming out with a, the same type of thing. I've heard they're actually going to have demo units and Best Buys for for people um, to to kind of test out. I guess my question is, really like the Hololens, VR scares me from um, the aspect of someone can come right up behind you and you. May, may or may not know they're standing there. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess here's where I, where do you, I see myself using the hollow lens. If I could have it right now every day, one of my biggest things is um, multiple monitors on my desktop at work, my laptop at home, wherever I am, right? Now you could potentially really take any window off of your monitor and drag it into free space like it was Minority Report. Hmm. Um, and in Minority Report, I think they were still limited to a physical screen type projection. This lets you swipe wherever. The VR goggles, I, I can't necessarily wrap my brain around where I would want to use them. So right now we're talking and we're on a hangout. I don't necessarily know if I would want all of that right against yeah. my face. And we've experimented with that a little bit too. Like Google Glass we used to. I don't think they do any more uh, hangouts. And it was, again, it was right there, you know, which was weird because then I have a camera pointing the other way, right? Um, so, mm-hmm. so that was a little funky, you know, like we're watching Monday Night Raw and everybody can see what I'm watching and, and my TV. Well, and I feel like, I feel like that, that even that even makes more sense to me because I can still see what's going on around me. Mm-hmm. And if we're in a hangout and I'm like, Sorg, I don't know how to fix. I don't know. I don't know. How, and this is a bad example where I feel like I'm jipping Microsoft because they used it. But I don't know how to fix a light switch. Can you walk me through it? And I, we enter a hangout. I, yeah. And I always I always wanted to use that. I always wanted to use that for like fixing my car with my with my father in law or something. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like exactly. that seemed to make sense for me. So I, I guess that's just a different application, but we just didn't see too much of it. Of course, industry is going to be using this thing for, for a good long while and, and mm-hmm. versions of it, I think, uh, to come. Um, so but, yeah. so short, of, short of gaming, and, and I'm, I'm more than open to, to the idea of, of using, of, of, but short of gaming, I'm not 100% sure where I would necessarily use it. Right, right. I can't even think of any augmented reality applications, like where you would want. The, the only thing, the only thing, and they they brought this up on I think uh, maybe somewhere on the Swift Network with the Hololens was it would be good for for um, realtors. So if you wanted to kind of do a walkthrough of a house, it's always and realtors. You're you're <laughs> moving across the country for work or something, and you you need to go and look at houses before you even get there. Um, Maybe, but to me, that's such a small. I'm sure people move every day. Lots of people move every day. The people that would go and strap on this headset, I, 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 I'm just, I'm like I said, I, I'm more than willing to hear people's ideas of where, where it can be used. I just can't figure a good fit for myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, here, so, so me playing a video game. I, I need to be spatially aware of 
where my kid is, where things going on around me are, and that right. this breaks well, you. And kind it's of a free very special. Like said, maybe, a, maybe I'm the oddball out here. I just I having a hard time wrapping my. It's head a very it. and it's a very special it's case special. too because uh, typically when they've been set up for VR, it's like chained to your your computer desk or chained to your console. You know, you're you're there in front of your console at least, right? Um, in some of the samples that they've had, I mean, I guess it's been mostly computer based. Um, but we're talking about something on the phone. Again, you could be anywhere, but you should be uh, anchored down. You know, uh, it, it, it seems to be. You know where I would like to use it is a, like a yoga app, because whenever you're using something on your phone, like I'm holding, let's say I'm I'm actually being athletic or something, and holding, I'm trying to hold a pose while looking at my phone, and and, and it would be right, you know, something along maybe exercise wise might be yeah, something be. along. Uh, yeah, I, could, I could definitely see that. Yeah, yeah, I, but again, I think like something like a Google Glass fits that even mm -hmm. more so because you can actually see around you, mm -hmm. and it's that just kind of add a little heads-up display thing, or even maybe a little bit that that Hololens could too, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I don't know. It, it's interesting. I, I there's no what killer we, app. Would, there's really not a killer app for VR yet. No sobering up. No, no, no there's <laughs> no sober up for that. That's for sure. So here would be something kind of cool. So use the. The, so you have your, your phone, this is the front, this is the back. Um, the, the high quality camera, not the, not the selfie cam, video conferencing cam, but the high quality cam. Mm -hmm. So that's gonna be facing forward, right? Right. So if you could, if you could take in, and I don't know if the processing on the phone is fast enough to keep up, but take the video, live video feed off the normal camera and project that into an overlay or project that somehow and, and work with that inside of the VR headset, that could be kind of cool, but I don't think, and I know Google's working on this with some of their camera technology, I don't know if your camera can necessarily measure depth. So right. it's not like it's going to be able to do a three-dimensional overlay. Lay and it's one camera, like, room, it, but at least you, if you, you had if you had a picture in picture of what was going on in front of you, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, at least maybe at least helpful. Or even if like some of those do have the 3D cameras, I mean they're kind of been gimmicky ones, and I don't know there's there's a lot around mm -hmm. them anymore. But if it had the 3D two lens camera on the backside, you could you could actually kind of transpose that in, into it, so you'd still be in 3D. But that'd be that'd be weird. That'd be weird. Well, I, I want to touch. You'd be in 3D and 3D. There you go. I, do, what, did you see about the Google I.O.? Tickets for Google I.O.? Yeah, coming up. on sale, just announced. Did, no, did you see how they're, you have to win them. You can't, you have to, you, it's, <laughs> it's a chance. You, you are, essentially you sign up for two days. Okay. For a chance to buy these tickets. Okay. There's only select people. Since there's so many people trying to sign up, they're only selecting, you know, some sort of random. I think, I don't know. Maybe I don't know if they've modified it, but mm -hmm. I don't think it's the first year they've done this. Because oh, really? I remember the I thought last year it was a lottery. Was it a lottery, it was a lottery last, last year? year? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought I, okay. I couldn't remember if they because this got that crazy because they were selling out in like no time. And how yeah. many people? If you look at the I was watching the I saw the announcement come through. Mm -hmm. I think I got an email or something about it, and I watched the uh, one. Their site's awesome, by the way. <laughs> um, I don't know if this one's it. Uh, but it, here's, the, here's one of the things, and, and I'm not a developer, so I have no room to talk, but I think it's unfair mm -hmm. that, and I'm sure if you're, if you're an all-star, if you're a Twitter or you're, you're a major app, you're, I'm sure there's some way to get an invite. Right. Um, 
I mean, these to me, the, these events are really meant for the developers and the hardware manufacturers and the people that are eating, living, breathing Google, whether it be Chrome browser apps or gear or whatever. Um, I feel like when you go to this, and don't get me wrong, I understand why everyone wants to go. They want to go because they give away four times worth the ticket. But to be fair... So you can get a Chromebook and you can get 18 other cool little trinkets. But to be fair... Everything's available online. All the presentations are available online. You do, I mean, you do get a little bit extra, like you know, you get the stuff. You get to press the flash a little bit, which is very valuable to these guys trying to make connections. It's it is something else too. Like I actually got somebody from Google in a room that'll talk to me. Whoa, you know, I mean, I experienced that. Like like what? I can call a phone number with and get service on my Google Glass. This is a new concept with these guys. I've been trying to figure out my YouTube AdSense problem for like five years and never got an answer. Right. Right? Um, I mean that mm-hmm. that is super super significant. But again, I, I think it is unfair. But you, but you're right. They've made it into this kind of Oprah effect. They're like, well, you got something free under your chair. It's a Google Glass or a ch- or a chance to buy Google Glass. <laughs> and you got a little like glass <laughs> thing you get to take home. Here's your award for being a rich asshole. Um, but it, but, it, but I think at that, at that same at that same one, didn't they give away the the Usually get um, the, the Q, which was the TV. Right, right. They gave away a Chromebook. I mean, and that that was the Pixel. So it was like the yeah. Everybody, everybody went home with a fifteen hundred dollar laptop. Mm-hmm. Wow. And by the way, I, I got to touch one of those Pixels when I picked up the glass, and they are nice. They are super nice. Have they even updated them? Like, is there like a new internals to a Pixel? You know, even since you know, because I mean, that guy I think that was just a glass. That was that thing has been re- has been redesigned in how long? But I mean, they don't need to, I guess. I haven't, I haven't seen that, and but I haven't seen on the on the flip side, other than just keeping up with chip developers and what the one of the most recent chips are. I haven't seen a huge change, and I, I give them credit because to me, if if they're not having to change form factor and processor and memory and everything else in those devices, that means they they're a they're coding properly and doing something right at the development level, but also they they had enough forethought at the hardware level that, that the devices are lasting and there's no need to change them. Right. They're not, um, yeah. They're not really pushing anything over there. Mm-hmm. So, but, uh, but no, it's interesting. But, you know, we, we all, we all follow along at home, but um, no, if you're big enough, you, you're going to get in. I think the, uh, the Gini Trapani's and the Jeff Jarvis's are going to get their tickets regardless, you know? Um, so but if you, if you change it and, and kind of speaking to what Chilla was saying, if you change it to this lottery system, do you have to change your content? Because now you are not necessarily getting, you know, and, and especially like with the, um, you're not getting those the specific developers. You're not getting people who have specific interests like that. You're getting people who, like, like we said, the, the I want a prize. And uh, but I think I think it also discourages that a little bit too. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, I think it does I think think there's no shortage of mm-hmm. the people looking for this content yeah i think that's the thing they're big enough they're like oh, yeah, yeah we're not worried about the wrong people showing up because there'll be enough of the right people that also would kind of like the prize mm-hmm. too um because i mean it's a, it's a perk it's a benefit it's like hey you get this thing not because it's like i get to play with it maybe some of the press people um but like i get to play with this to make a thing mm-hmm. that before anybody else has a chance to like those days just getting that app together that makes sense for a 
Q or whatever the next thing is, um, is is a huge jump, you know, before, you know, getting the, well, I got the SDK and I don't really have the hardware to test this thing on. Uh, it might blow up when people actually get devices out there in the wild, you know. Uh, geez, if I just had something to run this on to see what problems I would run into, you know. Um, so, I mean, I think that's, or plus the Pixel, back to the Pixel. That's just like the hardcore Google developer that is the like their MacBook Pro, you know, um, is a very much of a status thing, I think. And and I don't think it hurts the big people where where I was coming from, and, I, and I'm sorry, I probably wasn't clear. No, oh. um, I think it hurts. I think it hurts the little startup. It hurts. Yes. The kid, the kid in the basement, that let's just say he he could he he's coming out with his app and he needs to to go meet people and maybe he either has questions about how to how to properly engage in social networking to get the word mm -hmm. out about his app. Mm -hmm. I, I think it, or, it, it hurts that, that just starting up or even, company, even or your, even your the person in their basement. I mean, not that flappy bird needed to, to go anywhere to, to get heard or seen, but I'm sure there's, there's so many apps out there that so many people are unaware of or never mm -hmm. become aware of. And the person that invested a year's worth of time and thousands of dollars, if if they would have made it to one of these events and, and collaborated with others, could have really launched something life-changing for, for hundreds of thousands of people, if not millions. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think it's it kind of keeps that person back in the, oh, I'll just attend from home. Mm -hmm. hey, and Stephanie, and that's that's the lottery is is you get a chance to be in the, it's like you get a chance to be in the presence of these people of these these the, the next Steve Jobs of Google's right, um, but uh, but it, you're right I mean at least like the information is not constrained at least right mm -hmm. um, the information is all up there it, again is that man if I just get to talk to the right person here you know like I am just. I've attended so many events in the last week, and I and I had for so long. And I like just going last night, even though like I'm not sure if the program I attended last night was really for me. The conversations I had before and after were like, this is the stuff you know that's gonna put me in a different direction. Is making that chance encounter with that one person who does that thing that completely lines up with the thing I do, you know? And it's like, wow, we should completely work together. And 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 like that's the kind of. Uh, uh, a weird thing that happens at an event like this. I don't know. Maybe this event's too big for something like that, though, <laughs> too. Because I mean, even with this lottery system, like, like there are thousands at this place. You know, I mean, this is bigger. I, Chilla, I think this is bigger than New York Comic Con. Well, it, it, but I've been to I've been to conferences where there's five, six thousand people, mm -hmm. and usually at least from from my experience they have breakout sessions and they they have the other thing they have is they have dedicated rooms almost like podcamp where there was the one room you could go to if you wanted to just kind of spin up your own collaboration nice. ideas yeah um it was rooms like that but they all were dedicated to something so it could be some kind of certain kind of administration or a certain kind of development um different different things of that nature where so i go into and i'm just going to make something up 
I go into the Google material design room because I want to make sure I already have a mobile app, a website and um, a watch app. And I want to bring material design into all those. Not only am I going to be able to speak to an expert about how to do that, I'm going to meet other people that are looking to potentially do the same kind of thing. And then it's, it's a relationship I can foster and I can collaborate with them going forward. Speaking earlier and, and, and kind of looping this back, getting that survey and that collaboration engine, what better people to collaborate and survey but other people going through the same thing? Because mm -hmm. they're going to be able to toss you ideas of what they learned, and they're also going to give you feedback on what you're doing. I don't, I don't know. I just, I, I just feel like those are the people that, that should be there. And, I'll, and, and here, for, from the fact of the people trying to either get a free device or trying to, or, or media people, what, what better way to, if everyone can watch online, why necessarily, you can make the same argument, why do media people need to be there? Mm -hmm. And if it's all about getting a free device, let anyone sign up and you get the free, do like a swag thing. Mm -hmm. I'm sure Google would make a mint just selling <laughs> a swag bag yeah mm -hmm. yeah like get in on it uh but i i think well there's also supply to demand because those are early devices too so i think you gotta watch mm -hmm. those numbers um and considering how first come first serve tickets came for this you never know guys i want to touch on a couple of things happening in the area and a couple of things happening around the network and we gotta get out of here so the video game guys can get in um of course first of all uh if you're in the area the uh our friends over at Build Guild Pittsburgh are having an event. You can check out on Meet Meetup. Look up, just uh, do a Google search for Build Guild Pittsburgh, and you'll find it uh, February 11th, Wednesday at Lot 17 over in Bloomberg. Bloomberg Field. Bloomfield Field. Thank you. Sorry, I was just there last night too. Um, but a great group of guys, uh, designers and coders and stuff, uh, being real cool. Um, and, uh, da, 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 sorry, I had a message. Also, our friends at the hardware store have a lot of stuff going on as well. Um, they, they, of course, the big Let's Build an Incubator event happened uh, last weekend, last two weeks ago. Uh, that video is now up on their YouTube channel, the entire hour-long thing. And I had a, actually kind of follow-up conversations about this last night, too. They're trying to make an incubator, but everybody in the incubator owns a part of the other companies. Like, it's a completely self and crowdfunded-ish incubator. So if you want to check out that, if you understand more about financials than I do, go check out that video because I got lost. Um, and also, we Do you guys like Yik Yak? <laughs> I do like Yik Yak. By chance. I do like butt stuff. We got a val Valentine's Day. Yik Yak is up on SorgatronMedia.com. You can go check that out with Katie here and Will also uh reading the yik yaks from their valentine's box uh so go please check that out and, and and have fun with that i don't know if yik yak likes us or not i know you were talking with them on twitter the other day <laughs> um but anyways they, they started they started they, they started okay okay they there you it. go Yay. they started anything since uh we started putting the video out. i should really i'll tag them we'll, 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 we'll double check 
But, uh, but go check that out. It'll put you in the right mood for Valentine's Day. Also, a lot of stuff happening over at Sorgatron.com. My, ba- my daily good morning uh, podcast talking about Steel, Ta- Steel Town's indie program from last night. Talking about uh, my thoughts on Indiegogo and Refresh Pittsburgh. Our friend Josh Sager, who's been on the show a couple of times, uh, was presenting there. Always great. Net neutrality. We didn't talk net neutrality. I uh, had my thoughts on it. I guess somebody was gave me the whole conspiracy theory on net neutrality on YouTube. <laughs> I, I'm... Go go look at the YouTube, watch the comments. Uh, good morning with Michael Sorg. If you search for that, you'll find me. And uh, my Twitter friends are real, damn it. Uh, follow up to a conversation we had with uh, one of my clients last week on educational grand rounds. <laughs> um, so yeah, also a lot of great, a lot of great conversations happening on on, on all of those. I'm really really enjoying that. And also please go to our YouTube feed or awesomecast.net and check out the uh, our, our minute long. Uh, uh, not minute. It's a little more than a minute. But our, our real quick uh, awesome cast kind of check-ins throughout the week. You know, because you know, sometimes something happens on Wednesday morning, and we don't get to it the next week. So at least we get a little bit of commentary on it. You can talk with us a little bit throughout the week as well. And you can see what I look like uh, 10 minutes after getting out of the shower in the morning, too. Um, there's one this mor- oh, that's one from last week with Raspberry Pi upgrades. But we also talked about... Um, if I follow up my notes here, we also talked about Amazon potentially buying Radio Shack. Of course, we know that's not a thing. Uh, saying goodbye to Radio Shack today. Um, uh, Microsoft buying Sunrise. And, of course, Google Glass uh, being redesigned potentially. Uh, so I got to spout off a little bit about that. So go check that out. And please comment and let us know what you think of it. Anything we need uh, in it. You know, we would want uh, some more opportunities for people uh, to, to get in the uh Get in, get in with us here. Uh, so, with that, anything else going on uh, in the area that you guys have uh, in mind? Uh, you want to get out there? Anything? Plug in. Anything happening in this town? <laughs> other, than the, other than the Instagram, Instagram mood ring on top Instagram, of Instagram. Uh, we'll be watching the Instagram mood ring. Hopefully, I have a report on mm-hmm. that here in a week. So, um, so Katie is at K Dutters on the Twitters. Where's the poor potty Instagrams at? I know. If I've really let that go, I should really make a comeback with that. Bring them back. And Bring them back to potties. And if you're in the downtown Pittsburgh area, uh, guess which yaks are hers. Yeah. I've been doing something fun today, and I want to see if anybody noticed. I, I'm going to start putting in lines from everywhere is free to wear sunscreen and see if anybody notices. Very nice. I don't think any of the kids will. No, I, I really feel like they have no idea what we're doing. Kids no, are just no, like, <laughs> you understand these old folks are messing with you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, it, oh, I, and I do want to do the um, the yak we were, I was telling you about the other day where um, I, I'm currently in Market Square and wearing women's underwear. Do you think anybody can tell? Like, <laughs> I think I'm just going to start yakking things like that. Just like crowded places. Be like, am I the only one here thinking about this? <laughs> well, and that, that's actually a good place to get pictures of porta potties. There's so much construction between grant street and market square it's ridiculous so i'm mm-hmm. sure near market square um plenty of porta potty pictures for you to get mm-hmm. I, I got one when i was scouting hobo places in the the, the finer points of the other side of town there mm-hmm. anyways on that note if you guys want to send us your porta porta oh uh at chilla on twitter too i'm sorry i forgot my plugs i just i just don't have the porta potty pictures to, to support the plug no no oh and i'm on snapchat sorgatron you're on, on there i'm doing stuff on snapchat i'm doing stories how's that working you, you should do a review i, I want to see a review of that no what i want to do 
because oh sorry i'm getting a little feedback off of you um what i want to do because i actually had a conversation going on facebook they were teaching me because i'm like i can't tell if anybody's looking at my snaps i feel like i'm just snapping into a void here because i'm just doing stuff as stories and and they said like oh you tap on the story it tells you how many people viewed you tap on each individual thing you put in the story and tells you who viewed it no idea no idea. So I want to do a hangout with like a bunch of these people that I'm snapping with on here that have been on a lot longer than me, and just like, okay, how are you doing this? Because there's no direction whatsoever in Snapchat, at all. Hmm. Like, that's why the that pe- that's like your that. barrier. That's your barrier because the young people can figure it out, right? Just like I can figure out Twitter, <laughs> but my grandma can't. You know, it, 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 so we know they're not going to get involved. That's why Facebook blew up because now my mom's on it. You know, now it's over, and now it's like mom's never figuring this thing out. Because I can't even figure it out. Because damn it, I can't. Um, it's with the teenagers. And the teenagers are all talking to each other and figuring out, oh, this is how I send you my boobies. Um, <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, Happy everybody. Valentine's Woo! Day, guys. Check us out at AwesomeCast.net. AwesomeCast on Twitter, Facebook, and Google+. Please subscribe to us on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and iHeartRadio, and wherever else you may find an awesome cast. Hopefully that's us. There's a couple other people like to use that name, too. Um, We're the awesomest. We are the awesomest. Yes, we are. Big thanks to Mike Allen, at Mike Allen PR, doing the notes all night long. Apparently our show title tonight is Blunted Feelings. I think I'm good with that. Um, and you can join us here live Tuesday. We're setting up around 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time at live.awesomecast.net. Links over at awesomecast.net as well uh, on show day. And you can uh, chime in in the chat just like our friends Bobby FJ Town, Tony Garza, Hot Wheels have uh, throughout, the, throughout the, the night. So with that, thank you to our awesome chat room. You've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome day. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. You like professional wrestling? Want your discussions? No holds barred. Check out wrestlingmayhemshow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.